Alright, so we just got done recording the episode, and uh, Hayden left his microphone to go put his food away from the dinner he made earlier. And uh, halfway through this podcast, I realized that I I didn't buy ingredients for half of the dinner I was going to make tonight. I do still just have a ham in the stove, though, so I'm just, I guess I'm just eating ham tonight. And that's not the worst thing in the world, but... I was really looking forward to Hashbrun Casserole. Um, anyway, we we talk about 2021 in this episode of the podcast. We share some of our favorite movies and shows and reminisce a little bit with a good friend. Uh, so I hope you enjoy, and uh, we will see you next week. It's well, okay. It's it's the third of the year now, uh, but we do this uh, like every other week podcast thing. So we want to talk about the last twelve months and how it's been a living nightmare. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was a little bit better than twenty twenty one or twenty. Oh fuck, a little bit better than twenty twenty. Um, was it actually? Yeah, because there was some good content that came out, unlike twenty twenty, where everything got canceled. That's that's all Hayden cares about is the, the content. Content. <laughs> okay. Well, I wanted to get like some people in the podcast so we can just sort of chill and reminisce about the year because I'm in the mood. It's the holiday spirit, you know. Yeah. And I want to just uh, talk about cool shit that came out and you know talk about even just our our lives a little bit, just catch up with friends. So to that end, we got exactly one person on the podcast with us. Our friends um, hate us. <laughs> uh, Jackson, in- introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jackson, host, uh, co-host of the other show that Chris does, on a rare, <laughs> yeah, the, rare occasion. Is, is that real? Is that does the, that exist? <laughs> the long-forgotten pilot episode of our our sister movie podcast, Connect the Actors, that fell apart before it even got started. Absolutely. Thanks, James. 2021 had actor and comedian Norm Macdonald die. Oh my god! Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Are we gonna have an in memoriam section? It's um, gonna be I peppered didn't... throughout. I didn't. <laughs> Jackson just every like two minutes just goes. This person died. I have a list of celebrity deaths. Okay, well, don't hit the big Fantastic. ones until we do a proper in memoriam. R.I.P. Betty White. What the fuck? Man? Well, I mean, we'll get there because you know, but that's that's the big one, you know. All right. So so yeah, Jackson hasn't been on this podcast before, but we we have done a couple of projects together. Uh so Jackson officially welcome to Healthy Obsession. And uh, thank you for joining us on our Maybe you'll start new listening year, now. New you know, year now episode? He won't. He will not. <laughs> Never time listener, first time caller. <laughs> so, Hayden, um you know, so you kind of already alluded you feel that 2021 was a better year than 2020 and that's certainly debatable but um for for you yourself how how has it been how do you feel how do you feel about life right now 2021 was a year my guy i experienced a lot of things um in my personal life uh some 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 things i'm not gonna go into on the podcast um but it was it was a ride some ups some downs some laughs some cries but you know i got to go outside which was great after being stuck indoors, or stuck inside, <laughs> wink, uh, for, what, nine months in 2020? 
Um, but yeah, now everything sucks again. So I don't know. Like the last like <laughs> month kind of sucked balls. But yeah, other than Jackson. that, doing all right. Jackson, what about you? Oh, you know, I uh, got engaged this last year, so that's good. Uh, DMX died on April 9th, so that's bad. Um, so I think it's a net positive year. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck DMX. Those are, those are the only two qualifiers. Listen to DMX's uh, Rudolph got run over by a red. No, was it? Rudolph a red nose racer. <laughs> How does your fiance feel that the happiness you got of getting engaged was equally negated by... DMX died. It was a no, net he said, positive. He said net I, positive. I just didn't oh, okay. say how okay. positive. <laughs> well, congratulations on the engagement. Uh, very happy for you and looking forward to the wedding. Whatever that's allowed to happen. Megan said if you keep threatening to make a speech, you are not invited. Ooh. I said it once. <laughs> how fucking dare she? <laughs> Look, we're going to have a bachelor party and I'll say my piece there, okay? <laughs> you you will not be able to hold me back from giving a spit. My fu- one of my fucking best friends is going through one of the most important life changes in in his young life, and god damn it, I got I got a piece to say. Oh, what's happening with Nathan? I should not be denied. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's gonna roast the shit out of you, Jackson. Just be ready. No, look, I look, I can be legitimately heartfelt when I want to, and I love all of you, and I wanna I wanna express this. It's not, it's not even a joke. To, to the only one who's probably getting married. <laughs> yeah, so you know I gotta take the chances when I can. That was uh, that was that, that's what they in the in the biz they like to call a self own. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know nothing nothing makes a year feel longer than trying to recall all of the things that that you personally experienced. Oh God. Because I mean, there's there's some major landmarks, which is like you know we're almost exactly a year out from the anniversary of domestic terrorists storming the U.S. Capitol. And and that's not even a good benchmark of how much has changed in the last year. Do you want to know because what's changed that's for just, the better? That's, what? Rush Limbaugh died on February 17th, 2021. Hell yeah. Hey, that's a good now, point. That's now, worth celebrating. That's I'll a say win. It. That's a win. But she's like that's so ephemeral that you just like, yeah, that happened in the year and it doesn't give you a, a sense of perspective. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm constantly having to remind myself that even in the last year, there was a three month period where I moved out of my old apartment and moved into Jackson's old apartment to live with Hayden. And then that ended and we have been in our own spot for half a year now. And that shit seems wild that that just happened in the last year. Yeah. I, what also doesn't help, just in general, is that it feels like 2020 and 2021 was just one year. And so, especially looking at just what just happened in 2021, like January 6th, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was in 2020. Oh, wait, no, that's how we started <laughs> 2021. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, I wouldn't be surprised if we're having the same conversation a year from now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> when 2022 still just rolls into both of those. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought we're we're gonna have another January sixth. Jesus Christ! Oh no, I, I've got pretty high hopes that that doesn't happen again. At least you know until twenty twenty four. Sure, at least. Um, Hayden, you know one of the things I enjoyed the most in twenty twenty one hit me. Uh, I legitimately very enjoyed, and I'm looking forward to doing another uh, Oscars watch. 
oh, when those nominations yeah. come out. Because uh, we did a little Oscars show near the beginning of the year when the uh, the award seasons was going on during the spring. And it was one of the first times that like I had actually sat down and watched everything nominated for Best Picture. And while I don't respect the Academy whatsoever, it's nice to have a shopping list of things that are generally considered good that I can power through. Yeah. And, and I look forward to doing that again in a few months. Well, and I feel like there's a lot more movies that are going to be in contention like to watch this year, mostly because with everything opening up like in 2021 compared to 2020, a lot more films were made because that's what was so weird about last year's Oscars was there were like eight movies and that was about it. <laughs> and I, f- I feel like this year there's just been so many, especially on the more indie side, that I haven't even been able to see half of the ones that I want to see. And I'm just kind of waiting for them to be on online on a streaming on a streaming service and then catch them all then. I'll probably have to rent a couple of them just because that's usually the nature of how it goes. They won't all end up on a streaming service before the Oscars. But there's quite a few that I'm looking forward to watching before. Well, when do we get nominations for this year? I believe February 8th is when they'll be announced. Okay. But yeah, it's, I mean, I'd say 2021 overall was a pretty good year for film. So that's that's promising. I agree. You want to know some of my favorite movies from the year? Uh, Monster House. Let me find my DVD case. That is not a movie that came out in 2021. What about Jackson thinks it comes out every year. <laughs> in case you were in case you weren't aware. It's written by Dan Herman. Uh no, I I enjoy we went to go see Last Night in Soho together. That Love was that movie. Very good. Uh I saw The Green Knight in a theater in Washington DC. Really liked that movie. Uh and I was introduced to the modern Nicolas Cage classic Pig that I will evangelize for until my death did that come out in 2021 it did see that's one where i'm like it was just one long year and i could have sworn that came out in 2020 (laughs) (laughs) i will stand by pig is Nicolas cage's uncut gems oh so leaves me feeling amazing well yeah kinda there there is a culinary based underground hobo fight ring culinary based yeah, because it's a bunch of chefs betting on hobo fights. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, are they eating the loser? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Shokugeki hobo edition. That would be terrifying. Yeah, watch Pig. Good movie. Pig. Um, And then uh, <laughs> we went to go see Free Guy together. That was a movie. It was <laughs> a movie. Jackson, did you see Free Guy? I did not. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have lost so much respect for Ryan Reynolds this year. And, and like I like I, I okay, I guess that's a little misleading. I whenever I see Ryan Reynolds in a movie, I don't expect that movie to be higher than a six anymore. I think you're just mad that you get all these mint mobile commercials. I mean, that's definitely part of it. I am a happy mint mobile subscriber and they keep throwing the ads at me. <laughs> But also, like, I don't know, Ryan Reynolds, like, the more I see him act, the more he seems so one note, and that one note just happened to work really well for Deadpool, and not a lot else. Oh, don't you discount Detective Pikachu. Okay, I haven't seen Detective Pikachu, 
And I legitimately think Danny DeVito would have been a better choice than Ryan Reynolds. He's Why the- do you not watch movies with mice? Because uh, so far we're down <laughs> Mouse Hunt, and so far we're down Detective Pikachu. I'm just... I like Stuart Little. Eh. What about two? It's like... Ugh. No. <laughs> did I did see it, see it though. <laughs> I saw I saw Stuart Little 2 in theaters, thank you. <laughs> but what about Green Lantern? He's fabulous in that. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, in fact, not. Uh, and then, what is his? What are what are his like? Good movies. I mean, I know he has some, but <laughs> he was in a subpar version of uh, Amityville Horror. Oh, he's really good in uh, the big, no, the Big Short. That's what it is. Yeah, he played. I did. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I did see a Ryan Reynolds movie this year. It came out in 2014. It was like a suspense thriller movie called The Voices, hmm. where Ryan Reynolds plays, uh, according to Google, a mentally unhinged factory worker. Uh, he talks to his cat and dog, who are just voiced by Ryan Reynolds doing different accents, and <laughs> he becomes a serial killer. And that that wasn't bad. That wasn't a bad performance. But he still is just Ryan Reynolds in that movie. Yeah, I'm looking at his stuff, and it's just, he's just in a lot of weird shit. Okay, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> uh, and then the, 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 other, the only other movie I have listed here, because again, it's impossible to remember all of the things that I have actually seen in the last year. Uh, and something that could uh, truthfully barely be considered a movie but has become an instant favorite of both of us, and that is Bo Burnham's Inside. I mean, that is basically the hallmark of my year because, boy, boy, did that get me through some weird times. And by get me through, probably made them worse, but... Yeah, I was going to say, is exacerbating the same thing as getting through? Yeah, a little (laughs) bit. I mean, I, I love that special with every fiber of my being, and... If if we had to go through COVID for inside, worth it. Not really. Wow. wow. But, um, I can say it a on a podcast. Uh, but yeah, to the point that we both now own uh two different copies of the vinyl release for inside. I don't even have a record, record player. player. You just you just bought a record. Yep. Damn straight. Chris. Now I yeah. know you went and saw Dune. Yes. Now, did you like that? I did. Not as much as some people do, like but me. I did like Dune. I fucking love Dune. I think Man. I'll like Dune a lot more when part two comes out. Okay. You're sleeping on the most stunning movie that came out this year. I ain't sleeping on it. I think it'll absolutely <laughs> deserve an Oscar for production design and not much else. Huh. Hey, if fucking Suicide Squad can win an Oscar for, what was it, makeup? Yeah. Dune, Dune better win something, cause oof. No, it, it would absolutely be deserved. It, it should it should absolutely win several Oscars on the technical side of filmmaking. Oh yeah, and it would be entirely deserved. Um, I think we are not talking about the obvious winner of the Oscars Best Picture is the Netflix produced Red Notice. <laughs> that has that stars Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Reynolds, that was... The Rock and Gal Gadot. Godot. I thought she. That that was, was in fact part part of the point I was making. 
I, I do not think Red Notice is a good movie, and I'm making that assumption entirely off of the fact that it is starring Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. You're right. Because honestly, <laughs> everything I feel about Ryan Reynolds, it goes double for The Rock. Hey, he's the most successful actor of all time. And that's fine. Get your money. If you're having fun, do your thing. But that doesn't mean you make good movies. I mean, he's in the Fast and Furious movies, and those are fantastic. I'll bring up two more movies here. Um, uh, Actually, a great movie that came out this year is Godzilla vs. Kong. Hell yeah. Uh, It was okay. Another Red Notice-esque movie is Space Jam A New Legacy. Oh, fuck, that came out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Among yeah, other movies such as Rava, which was a banger, and Luca, which was a banger. Yeah, I actually still haven't gotten around to seeing Luca, and I am upset about it. D- did Jackson Ooh, uh... see more movies than me? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, have you not seen any of these that you're saying? Uh, I haven't seen any of them that you guys mentioned before I started talking. <laughs> well, cool. we mentioned like two. <laughs> well, we know who's not going to be on the Oscars pod. Oh, Jackson. I'll make wild guesses. <laughs> it's uh, There's no one else in our friend group, Chris, that watches movies to the level that we do that could genuinely like hold their own on that podcast. Yeah, and even then, that takes so much homework because, like you said, I have also been bad about watching movies. I've got a couple that have just been sitting on my computer for a few months because I either don't have time to watch them or when I do, I, I, just, I just do something else fair like lamb a24 is lamb really want to watch lamb it's oh. only an hour and a half haven't seen it yet i almost went and saw that in theaters and then i didn't <laughs> don't remember why just didn't riveting amazing story um so i've only just gotten around to seeing the royal tenenbaums but did either of you guys watch the french dispatch oh yes no i did not i did give me a rating okay. with no context uh, if it's in terms of what's his name, Wes Anderson. If it's in terms of where I rate it in Wes Anderson movies, it was like a six out of ten. It was fine. Okay. Okay. I I was I myself wasn't crazy about it, but I am also one who is very particular about Wes Anderson movies. In that, if it does, if if it's not vibing with me, I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's this is good. Like I love Moonrise Kingdom. I thought Isle of Dogs was all right, and I think Grand Budapest Hotel is a little overrated. But uh, so I'm very weird when it comes to rating his movies. Get out of here with that trash take that Isle of Dogs is all right. Isle of Dogs is a nine out of ten. Hey, uh, I I have a question that's been eh. plaguing Megan and I. Uh, we've only seen the Grand, uh, not Grand Budapest Hotel. What did I just say? The Royal Tenenbaums and. What was the one with the Boy Scout? Was that Moonrise? That's Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, does he always kill the dog? <laughs> no. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that's a normal Wes Anderson thing. There was okay. no dog in the French Dispatch, so... No and in Isle's Dogs, they were all dogs. <laughs> uh, well, a, a dog who, dies in that, right? I don't remember. Well, I think it does. You know who died this last year was uh, famed uh, Broadway, not Broadway, fucking uh, Vegas star Siegfried from Siegfried and Roy. Roy died last year as well. Uh, uh, 2020, that is. Damn, they took Damn. him from us like that. R.I.P. Yeah. 
R.I.P. Siegfried and Roy. People who I don't know who they are and can't actually have an the gay people with response. the lion. Oh, <laughs> I hope that's all you had. Allegedly to say. gay, at least. I know exactly Hayden, what you're talking about now. Hey, what's some favorite movies you got from the year? Or, or do you remember? I was gonna say we're going through this. I'm like, I don't. I'm glad Jackson said French Dispatch because I'm like, there's like one other movie I saw that I don't know if you saw, and it, that was it. Um, but I don't know. I don't as I. Although I saw, I felt like I saw a lot of movies. I don't remember many of them, so that's not good. But I haven't really seen many that will be in Oscar contention, so that kind of makes sense. Um, if you count. Inside as a movie, of course, that's my favorite, as we've already mentioned. Um, when it came to Marvel, I liked Shang-Chi, 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 that was fun. Eternals, <laughs> uh, no. and that's all the Marvel I've seen this year, so that's because yeah, neither of us have seen Spider Man yet. And you've oh, seen and, Black uh, Widow, I haven't, I didn't see it. Oh. I wasn't a part of that that thing. But yeah, right. I mean I got I got much more to say about some TV shows. Once we... All right, well let's let's move over to TV then. Um when I when I started working at Well, I'm sorry, Jackson, do you have any do you see anything notable this year that you want to talk about? Movie wise. Um, you know what? I'm looking through this list of 2021 movies um that I just googled. Uh <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, they all look like things I've never seen or heard of before. <laughs> okay. Oh, the new Suicide Squad was really good. Yeah, it huh. was really good. It was surprisingly good. I, w- <laughs> whenever I tell people that they should watch it, they're like, yeah, but isn't that like a sequel to that bad movie? <laughs> I gotta be like, no, not not really. Yes and no. <laughs> uh, okay, so we can move, we can move along to shows then. Um... I when when I started making this list, I told you initially one of the things that surprised me was to be reminded that season four of Castlevania came out this year. Yeah, I still don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Which that itself, you know, just being a season of a show might not be that notable since obviously the show didn't start this year. But it was the finale and it was a fucking amazing season. It was so good. It brought that to the perfect ending in in my opinion. Uh, it, it finished all the story arcs and was just a satisfying ending. And as I say all the time, endings are hard. And when they're done well, mm, boy, is it satisfying. And that was definitely a case. Yeah, Castlevania is forever going to be one of my favorite Netflix originals. And I hope when the spinoff comes out, it will be just as good. But that that's a high bar. Yes. And I'm... I... Oof. I'm not going to go into it with that level of expectations just in case it's not as good, but yeah, a man can dream. <laughs> uh, and so so on, on the topic of you just mentioned Marvel, so this year we saw the advent and, and at the same time the growth of Marvel TV shows on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Disney Plus didn't start this year, but it kind of feels like it did. Because this was the year that all their original stuff really started ramping up with another season of Mandalorian. Book of Boba Fett just started. And we had a whole handful of Marvel TV shows. Of which, I haven't seen Hawkeye yet. 
And so the only one of those shows that I really, really enjoyed was WandaVision. Yep. I I was the same way. Really loved that. I thought Loki was all right. Um, oh, I loved Loki. I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as WandaVision. That's fair. And then Captain America, or what was it? Falcon Winter Soldier. That was <laughs> there you a, go. That was like a movie that they turned into a TV show. So I and was not like, well. Eh. Eh. Jackson, have you seen all the Marvel shows? I'm sorry, I just hit some lag. What? <laughs> I said, have you seen all of the Marvel shows? Uh, I think I have. I think I have okay. now. Um, so, did did you like Loki more than WandaVision? No, I liked WandaVision best, and then probably okay. Winter. No, I, Winter Soldier felt weird because they. I read online at least, so allegedly, 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 uh, they were going to have the plot of a worldwide virus. And that's why the Flag Smashers felt kind of hollow. Hmm. Because they didn't have their whole big, you know, payoff. Um, yeah. So I, I did like Loki better than that. I thought Hawkeye was good. I haven't digested it that much because we watched it this last weekend. Right. Um, and not that I think that you would be wrong for liking Loki more than WandaVision. But I was just curious what your take was. Because WandaVision does feel like a show tailored to people like me. So it's going to be hard to topple it, even though I do think it's just generally a very good show as well. But all the, the TV stuff thrown in was thoroughly enjoyable for me personally. Oh, yeah. Um, Did any of you guys watch What If? I watched half of it and kind of fell off. I watched the first episode. Uh, yeah, I only watched a couple and went, okay, I don't really care. But apparently, like, in the later half of it, there's a lot of, like, important mcu development that takes place and i'm like why why would you do this yeah um it's actually going to be relevant in the next doctor strange movie oh why because <laughs> we got we got dimensions now baby at least for the time being hopefully i don't know i haven't seen spider-man so i i you know i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> the multiverse hey, back of to madness the netflix. back to netflix though uh squid game right yeah that was that that was like big for longer than shows usually are when they're big on Netflix. It was like a whole month of Squid Game. That's wild. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I would kind of enjoy it if once a year there is a show on Netflix that just is the culture for a while. Cuz I feel like as we diversify with all these streaming services with their original shows and everything, it becomes harder to have a consensus like, in the zeitgeist, you know? Like, we we have a conversation here. We got to dance around. Well, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Well, I've seen that, but I didn't see that. And it's so hard to just, like, peg something that everyone's seen and be able to talk about it. But now, like, Squid Game and Tiger King were things that dominated the culture while they were airing. To the point that my dad watched Squid Game. That's That surprised the shit out of me. Huh. Hmm. That is interesting. Uh, I don't think anyone in my family had seen it at Christmas, but... They had heard of it and knew about it. Uh, they just hadn't seen it. Speaking of Netflix, did you guys watch the? Or are you guys already acquainted with the Haunting at Hill House, Haunting at Blind Manor? Yeah, I haven't seen them, but I am aware of them. Same. Oh, I'm a huge fan of them. Uh, Midnight Mass just came out, and it's definitely a left field 
from that. So I, uh, it, it just is great. So I, you know, I suggest it, but I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. Wait, left just... field in what way? Like um, just that it's not like a haunted house, or it's not a haunted house, and it's not ghosts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that came out a while ago. Uh, no, Midnight September? Mass was this year. Midnight Mass was this year. Yeah, I knew it was this year, but I thought it was like September, middle I think. of the. Yeah, okay, okay. So kind of. Okay, yeah. I I, I <laughs> have that on my list of things to watch because I think I will highly enjoy them. I it feels like the uh the evolution of what uh American Horror Story kind of wishes it had gone on. Is does that check out at all? Yeah, I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it. Because yeah, like it in just, the sense that like I think you're saying that this is like a more polished the a more polished idea of the anthology horror show. Yeah, yeah. Where there's like they can kind of be standalone, but they also kind of connect. Um, and I yeah I definitely want to watch it. I just gotta find time. Huh. <laughs> Don't we all? Uh, hey, you want me to hit you with something wild? What came out that I feel like came out three years ago? Invincible. Fuck. Oh my god, all those memes were at the beginning of the year, weren't they? Yup. Oh. All the Omni-Man thick cheeks. And, and think, Mark, think! I can't believe... All that shit was this year. I cannot believe I went so long after that came out without getting it spoiled like i saw all the memes and everything and i had no context for them so it was like oh whatever you know i don't know and then uh, yeah that was i don't know how i did it that was amazing yeah that feels like so long ago because there was even an arc where i watched the show and then talked about it with friends and convinced other people to watch it but then they wouldn't even watch it for a few weeks later uh like our friend andre when he did give it a shot he really enjoyed it and that felt so separated from my own initial viewing experience that, yeah, it, it feels like it was 2020. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, it took me so long to watch it, What, which is why I think when I, when I heard Arcane was also very good, that I, I jumped on that a lot sooner. Granted, I think it was all out by the time I decided to start watching it, but in a similar way, both those animated shows are fantastic. And I think, uh, at least when it comes to some of the more Western stuff, we're getting a lot more shows that are easier to recommend to people who don't, who aren't into animation or might only think of it as like kid cartoons. You know, Mm -hmm. we got, we got Invincible, we got Arcane, we got, uh, what did we say earlier? Castlevania, like we have these very more mature focused shows um, that aren't just for kids that are in a similar vein of some of the themes that anime tends to normally try to go at. Yeah, and it's easy to look at something like Invincible and say that it's just mature because it's hyper-violent. Uh, and that's certainly part of it. And I think in animation, hyperviolence is actually a lot of fun. And I wish it was something that was explored better and more. Because uh, there's a difference between like 2 a.m. Adult Swim hyperviolence on a show like Super Jail, 
Yeah. And then the kind of story that Invincible is telling that just happens to include hyperviolence because of the nature of the characters. Um, and that, that's just part of what made Invincible especially enjoyable for me. Man, I completely... I, that's just the thing that's sad is like, I, I want to feel bad about forgetting some of it, but also it's like, it was so long ago. <laughs> and there was just <laughs> so much content that came out this year, I feel like, between games, movies, and TV, that it is hard to keep up maybe if i watched a little less anime it'd be easier because i can rail off all my top anime almost pretty well almost easily but i'd have to look it up but when it comes to every other media i'm like yeah I don't know, there's a lot of shit that came out <laughs> yeah uh did you have any other shows you want to talk about um i have just recently caught up on succession and the latest season did come out this year it actually just wrapped up not too long ago um fantastic i know it doesn't matter how much i say that you probably will never watch it but um, uh they had a little game of thrones moment at the end of this last season that was kind of cool um at least i saw some memes that were were making it seem more like that and uh it, it is it's it's one of those kinds of shows where i'm now really sad that i was not watching it week to week to be a part of discussions amongst other like podcasts and stuff where they discuss it um because i i still think that i know it's basic it's almost dead at this point but appointment television is one of the coolest things that we have or had where like kind of what you were saying about the netflix thing is like everyone's watching this one thing or in the case of like hbo everyone's getting around the tv at 10 o'clock on a Sunday and everyone's watching the same episode. And then for the next week, everyone's just talking about that one episode. I wish we had more of that, but I totally understand the way content has gone in the last decade. That, that is, I mean, any show we get that does that is a rarity at this point. Absolutely. Great British bake off is the hallmark of our time. (laughs) Hayden wants us to regress. That's interesting. (laughs) When it comes to TV. Yeah. Which is weird, because usually I'm like, fuck the old shit. Move forward. <laughs> but I'm like, I miss appointment television. Like, when Game of Thrones was the thing, and everyone was just talking about the latest episode of Game of Thrones, unless you weren't watching it, you probably fucking hated it. But if you were in on that, it was awesome. Yeah, I was definitely not in on that. And uh, turns out I came out on top in the end. Fuck you. <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> you're right. As long as you stop watching it season five, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> That's just having to say that is just like sad. Oh, yeah. You know what else is sad is Dustin Diamond passing away. He played Screech on Saved by the Bell. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Screech. Damn. Man, what a guy. What a guy that Screech. Wasn't he only like 40 something? He is 44. Jesus. Damn. Any of us could die tomorrow. <sighs> yeah. Okay, but we're reminiscing <laughs> on the year. Any other TV shows? I feel like I was like, oh, yeah, TV shows. And then I know it's like, two. yeah, the, you just There's had succession. Two TV shows I think you both are sleeping on and that you both need to watch immediately is What We Do in the Shadows. And then it's also The Great. They're both on Hulu. They both the came great? out the tail end of this year. I, I don't think I've even heard of The Great. The Great? I have. It's a satirized Catherine the Great melodrama. I have no idea. 
what yeah, those were. It's like a period piece type of thing of Catherine the Great. Yes. Yeah. And they just mock okay. the whole thing. And it's not even tongue in cheek. It's comedy. It, it's kinda like that uh that uh that Stalin movie that they put out. I think it was Stalin. They put that movie they put out a couple years ago that had uh I think um George Clooney was in it where it was just like making satirizing the death of Stalin. Oh, it was just the death of Stalin. That was the name <laughs> of the movie. Huh. Jesus. You, you got there eventually. You're used to it by now. You know, it take <laughs> it usually takes me like 30 seconds to complete a thought. It's okay. I'm 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. Um, I actually I actually did watch what we do in the shadows this year though. Yeah. Um, the show? At least I I think yeah, the show. Um, that being said, I watched two seasons. Is there a third yet? Yes, it came out sep- at the end of September, early October, I think. Okay, well, then I haven't seen that. Yeah, pretty good. Still uh, same uh, livelihood. Yeah, I hold that the show is not as good as the movie, but also a really high bar, so it's not fair to hold them to that. I think you're going to have to try hard to get past the whole... Uh, what are they called? Flight of the Concords group? Uh, one of them was in Flight of the Concords, yeah. I thought all three or Taika Waititi. No, it was just Jermaine Clement. Did Taika Waititi direct Flight of the Concords? I don't think so. I don't think he was involved at all with that. Wasn't it just mostly the two dudes in the band that did that? Yeah. Because isn't Jackson. there the band, Flight of the Concords, and then they made a TV show? Yeah. Jackson's fucked up. <laughs> But yeah, TV, you know, there was, there was a lot of good shit that, you know, yeah. Taika was the original manager for Flight of the Concords in the show. Oh, interesting. That's oh, I, ca- I vaguely remember that now. Nice. I just had I'm no sorry. idea Jackson, who that was. Jackson, I'm sorry I said you were fucked up. I just had to you're go only, silent and Google stuff. You're only kind of <laughs> fucked up. Um, Hayden, something else that I'm also going to uh, evangelize, proselytize until my grave. Uh, is this quirky little show that I found on Netflix one night called Smash? Is this the is this the burger or taco show? What one of the two? What the fuck? <laughs> the the burger or taco show? What yeah, the fuck they are have you like talking the food about? Trucks. What? What are you? you ha- it's like the about? you it had that that burger show. It's really shittily animated, but it was got a, like all star cast. Oh, Big Top Burger. <laughs> Yeah. What? All-star cast? Hayden, it's There's a like fucking a... web series on YouTube. Yeah, there were some voice actors <laughs> where I was like, shit, why are they in this? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't It wasn't that because that's a that's a short-form web series. No. You could have fooled me. Smash's <laughs> Saturday morning all-star hits. Oh. Uh, from Kyle Mooney. I just blew up my audio of on Saturday Night Live. Oh, uh, yeah, and of sports. Uh YouTube video. Highly suggest yeah. watching it. Uh, spoof of late 80s, early 90s, Saturday morning cartoon blocks. And uh, I love that show. It it shouldn't be for me. And I love it to death. And I want everyone to watch it. Um, and that came out with zero fanfare this year. Absolutely I can't even find... Zero. I can't even find conversations about this show. I can find a bunch of websites writing reviews, but nobody's watching it. And it, and it, and it kills me. I guarantee it's you. so good. Doesn't get a season two. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of afraid of it. He's got ideas for season two, but I am not expecting one. Was it, it was on Netflix? 
Yeah, it is a Netflix original. Season two won't be. <laughs> Straight to CISO. Oh, God. Please, no. It'll be done in a Quibi. Uh, I think Quibi's dead. I think Quibi CISO died. is, too. Did that die this year, or was that in 2020? Oh, oh Memoriam. Oh, we need to add Quibi to the In Memoriam? <laughs> you know who we do need to add to the In Memoriam and create a conspiracy theory for? Is uh, Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. Uh, he died on the same oh day God. as DMX, and I'm kind of wondering if there's not something with Epstein that got released that day. <laughs> uh, Quibi actually dissolved December 1st, 2020. How could so, they take this from us? Damn. So, so close. Uh, gone and forgotten. <laughs> gone and never known. <laughs> Um, so the only, the only like category of shit I got left to talk about is games. You guys want to talk about some games? Yeah. The one thing we probably have the most experience to talk about. Ha, bet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've said on the podcast before, I tend to go in waves where like for a while I'll be really into movies or for a while I'll be really into anime. And I was really happy this year that I did eventually hit a stride where I got really into games. Even if right now that means that I'm, I'm exclusively playing like, 30 hours a week of hard space shit breaker and not Hell much yeah. else. Um, but you know, like we talked about with the, the game awards episode we did, we both really like psychonauts two, and psychonauts oh, yeah. two got robbed at the game awards. Play psychonauts <laughs> two. Jackson, I'm going to go on a limb and assume you haven't played psychonauts. Two. I have not do it. Wow. Wow. Wild and crazy. Do, do it though. It. It's on game pass. Uh, I exclusively play games that are not fun. <laughs> Okay, such as? Uh, well, playing Oblivion for the thousandth time. And, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Halo and I was just playing Prison Architect. None of these games uh, besides Halo that I play have come out in the last five years, it feels like. <laughs> Jackson Fair. could be working on his backlog, and instead he is playing Prison Architect. Yeah. Checks out. But, but by God, more power to him. <laughs> um, Halo did drop this this year um, in just the last month. So fresh in the memory. We got that three-week early drop of multiplayer that was, you know, we had like a honeymoon period of three days. And it's been kind of downhill <laughs> since then. That's, yeah, it was like the first week was great. And then I and then we played, I, I at least played the shit out of it and found every issue that was still in the game. <laughs> And now it just makes it really hard to enjoy the game until they start fixing stuff. I could go on a whole diatribe about the uh, problem philosophically of releasing a game that isn't Paulus's shit right before the holidays. So then you can't, you literally, it's literally impossible to fix any of these smaller things that I know by the end of February will already be fixed and then the game will probably be in a much better place. But oh my fucking God, I've had to deal with it for the last six weeks and it's driving me fucking insane. You have an incredible yeah. ability to find problems. <laughs> oh no, I just play it so much that I experience little things that are like, yeah, that shouldn't happen. That should be fixed. This would be an easy fix. And no one was in the office to do it. I understand. I'm not asking them to. You know, you've been working for six years making a game that's not done, but you still deserve a holiday. I'm not Satan. But Hayden 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 do be waiting knee deep in corrupt save files and aim botters uh and still plays halo like it's his second job 
I've I've stopped a bit. Except I wouldn't play it much this much that much this next week, except the fucking Tenrai event's back, and I, I'm a cuck, so I'm gonna play it again. <laughs> uh, it does feel like, I don't know about you guys, but the last couple weeks, it's like more than any other year, I've really been feeling that most of the country stops moving for two weeks for the holidays. And, and that might just be because of the job I'm in right now, where a lot of the business side of what I'm doing is put on hold because all the office workers are gone. But, I mean, like you said, with the Halo thing, there's not really a lot they can do right now because most of the country is on break for the holidays. Yeah. They, they'll start this week, <laughs> starting yeah. to fix bugs. Like, as of as of today, the ball is rolling again. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like, give them two weeks minimum for some minor hotfixes. Uh, but. It's going to be hotfixes yeah. we've been needing since launch. Hey, yep. as long as they can get it so that um my game doesn't get corrupted right after I beat the uh, Blade Master on Legendary, uh, that'd be great. Ooh, that'd be great. Minor because I was basically <laughs> fucking done with the game, and and then it corrupted, and I'm like, cool, cool. Now I'm just gonna start it over on fucking Lasso. So fuck you. Oh boy. <laughs> and get really, corrupted really when you're well. right at the Blade Master. No, because I know how to not have that happen anymore. Yeah, seems, until you discover a new way to make it happen. I would I would explode. <laughs> you're, you're really playing with fire doing that on Lasso. Enough about fucking Halo. We've already talked about that ad nauseum on here anyway. Yeah, that's true. You started playing Inscription this week. Yeah, I just started playing the game, actually. Oh. That's <laughs> yeah, a joke. For, that's a joke for if you've played the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you enjoying it so far? Um... The first part, I I finally once you know as you said once you get that squirrel totem, GGS. Um, I am an idiot, but also I think it ended up helping me because the f- first couple um cards that you get to customize, I'll put it that way. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing, so they all suck ass. <laughs> um, and so as you would know, getting to that the. The, the middle point of the game, or a certain point of the game, we'll put it that way, uh, they they can flip some of those user-created cards on you, and they all sucked, so I just like instantly won. I was like, fuck it, let's go. My stupidity actually paid off. Um, now that the I'm, I've started the game again, I haven't played it that much, um, mostly because I was like, oh, well, I just did a six-hour run uh, not really. It was like an hour and a half run. So I was like, I need to take a break. Uh, I'll I'll restart this game here soon. Um, so, but I like it. It's I I forget that I'm a little slut for card games like that. Card deck builder games. I mean, I was uh I love the hell out of Gwent and Witcher Three, and then the I I actually need to re-download it and play it. The I think it's Gwent. Or the Witcher Three Thronebreaker, which is basically like a side game that uses <laughs> Gwent. I love that shit. So yeah. I've really enjoyed it so far. Hopefully, you'll really enjoy the second part of the game. Then, uh, I I felt like when you got done with the initial bit of the game, like that that was my favorite part, hands down. And and I wish that part of the game was longer. Um, and and I hope. Given the nature of the game that you still are not fully aware of, and given the nature of the ARG unfolding around the game, 
there is possibility of extra content being released that I hope comes in the form of an even more fully fleshed out inscription as it currently is. That'd be cool. Uh, one one question I have for you: Does the deck that you pick at the beginning uh, uh matter? Uh, in what way? What do you mean? Like, does like obviously you get X amount of cards from that deck, but like, does it overall overall change how the rest of the game progresses? No. Okay. Good. Yeah. No. Because I already the, regret the one that I picked. <laughs> there are going to be things about the way the game is written that would imply that there are alternate paths you can take, but there are not. The story is pretty linear. Okay. Cool. Jackson, you played the demo of Inscription, right? Yeah, I loved it. Just never got around to buying it and playing it. Yeah, and in some ways, maybe that's for the best. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Uh, it, it means that Inscription is a hard game to recommend, and even if you enjoy the part of the game that is the demo, that's not the experience you're saddling in for. Oh. That is true. The midway point is pretty fucky. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> Hayden, let me tell you, that's not even the midway point, bud. Am I the third of the way through the game? Yes. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Well, then this game's amazing. Now I know why people had it in their, like, game of the year contention. Yes, yeah, it's really cool. I just can't recommend it to anybody. Oh, you just gotta recommend it to people who like card games. Unless the last part is, like, fucking even weirder. Nah. Just do a podcast where you talk about games, and then you can recommend it to people. Whoa, what the fuck? Jackson's big brain. Oh, my gosh. It's like we kind of do that already. But uh, hey, get, speaking like, of games. Game that neither of us really played, but both bought. Deathloop. <laughs> Woo! Spent $60. <laughs> Why did we do that? Why the <laughs> fuck did we both do that? <laughs> I I was excited. I was excited for Deathloop for so long, and I wanted to play it, and then I bought it, and I haven't played it. Well, it, the port was ass at release. That is true. It was it it, it was not the worst experience, but enough to affect. I, I I'm a little like paper eyed bitch and don't see shit, so like I didn't really well, when I notice it, that means it's like okay, it's not Wait, good. what do you paper eyed? You said, you said yeah, you know, paper, like paper hands paper hands bitches, you know, with the game stock shit. Was that this year? Yeah. That was this year. That was the oh, biggest game of all. Oh my god. <laughs> R.I.P. Everyone who sold early. R.I.P. Vanguard. <laughs> or <what laughs> Citadel. What was it? Uh, I think, I think it was both. Citadel. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Deathloop. I I loaded it up yesterday and was like, I don't remember how to play this game, and then closed out of it. <laughs> yeah, I I had wanted to when I took my vacation uh, just a few weeks ago. I had thought that, like, you know, Deathloop is a game that I feel like to to really play, I want to sink my teeth into it for a few hours. And, like, it, on really any given day of the week, any single day of the week, I barely have more than four hours of, like, allotted free time at one given chunk. So I had wanted to play Deathloop on break, but then Halo came out, so I had to play that instead. It is a sacrifice. And I just, I can't get the momentum going on Deathloop. Yeah, I know. I, if, I finally got into the part where, like, I think the true loop just starts where it's like, okay, you're through the tutorial shit. Now you're just you're just doing runs. It's basically a roguelike. And and then I was like, cool, I'll start this later. And, and, <laughs> and it never I, looked back. Yeah, yeah, it never came back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jackson, have you played anything 
besides games that came out in 2004? Uh, well, yes. what I was going to say is, you know, Minecraft got two media updates, baby. They that did. is true. They got uh, Caves and Cliffs, and what was the other one? Clay- Caves and Cliffs Part 2. Wait, there <laughs> were two parts to it? <laughs> what the yeah. Fuck? I need to jump into that, because part- I was looking forward to that. Yeah, Part 2 came out on December. Oh, God. So. At the oh, be- wow, okay. We had our... We had our- minecraft phase this year didn't we yeah that was we, the part of three servers that all died that i was in this year well i'm sorry i raged after i lost my netherite sword that could defeat god and then i never cared to come back well i started to wither outside of our walls and uh i left once i died too many times so who knows oh yeah that server's gone now it's dead <laughs> The other game that I've been playing that has media updates that I've been forcing Hayden to play with me is Phasmophobia. I was actually just getting ready to bring that up because I wanted to mention that because that game is just getting better and better. And I love that this like, isn't it just like one dude for the most part? I think now he does have, I think since like June he's gotten multiple people, but it's also explained why he's come out with two meaty major changes since September. Some of those are... Some of those changes are like game redefining, right? Like, well, yeah, I mean, it's getting closer to being a game. It's awesome. (laughs) It's a great VR title. Demo. Oh god. Have you done it much in VR? Yes, I probably put in about ten or so hours in VR. It's terrifying in VR. I just have (laughs) shitty VR. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I bet. So I can't, I can't launch it every time. It takes me about thirty minutes to get it ready to launch. Nobody wants to play by then. Sometimes I have friends in uh, in my other Discord server, and, and they'll be like, hey, Chris is home. You want to play some Phasmophobia? And I'm like, A, Phasmophobia is the kind of game that, like, after two rounds, I'm already kind of bored of it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really click with me. But also, <laughs> B, guys, it's one in the morning. My roommate is sleeping, and I will scream. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Because I just I just don't handle horror games that well, and even though Phasmophobia kind of looks like it was built on Walmart brand Unreal Four, uh, shit's still scary. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what else I just thought of? That is a game that came out this year that I played. Pokemon what? Snap, new whatever it's called. Holy fuck, that did! I still haven't played that. Shit. Fuck. Man, I really wanted to play that. I fucking love Pokemon. Look, I'm I'm fucking over Pokemon as a concept, but boy. Boy, I will play some Pokemon Snap. Well, Chris, thank you for... Uh, and Jackson, thank you for bringing that up. Because I have gone off the deep end into oh, Pokemon no. cards this year. I forgot about that. <laughs> How did I forget about that? I haven't bought a pack in like two weeks. That's why I forgot about it. <laughs> but, boy, was it impossible to buy Pokemon cards this year. Jesus Christ. Thank you, YouTubers. And by that, I mean, f- go fuck yourselves and stop doing <laughs> opening pack streams. God damn it. You should just uh, instead play Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links like I have been religiously. Or I just start doing it myself, and then I use all the money from my channel to buy more Pokemon cards like everybody else. Bro, that's a good point. Fuck them kids. You don't get Pokemon cards this year. Yo, (laughs) Hayden, you're going to love the rest of Inscription. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. This game is actually going to click with you so hard. I, I did like... The, uh, the, uh, the when the you get to the videos between the first two sections, I was like, I hate this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jackson Duel Links, what's that like? They they've caught up at this point, right? Like they've got all the systems in place. Yeah, you got pendulum summons now. You got XEs. You got 
I think they might be up to date with the animes. I have no idea. I feel like at this point they must be. Yeah, I've just been burning through 5Ds, which I finally finished. Uh, oh, so were you watching 5Ds at the same time you were playing through on Duel Links? Yeah. They, that, they had a whole cool. series of yeah. uh, events for 5Ds, <laughs> and I was like, I don't... I, I didn't see anything about these Mechlord Emperors, so I need to watch this to figure out what the fuck happens and how that <laughs> relates to these Nazca lines. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying words at this point, like Jesus Christ. Hey, do you know what the Nazca I know what he's lines are? About too. No, they're the like uh, lines in Peru that are like the spider and the ant and the giraffe and the monkey. That's great. You know what's another game we played a bunch of this year that just won't die? Fucking Fall Guys, Fall guys baby. Hell yeah. I continue to be the most fabulous looking motherfucker to ever play that game, and you can't tell me that I don't have the best bean. Yeah, and I'm just Sonic. <laughs> yeah, did you watch that video I just posted in the Discord? Uh, video you just posted. Well, just I post I pinged you in Weeb Chat before we started recording. It's oh the, yes, I did. I did watch that. <laughs> Sana describes uh what Tangela is. It's just if Sonic, Sonic ran through a a pasta s- spinner, <laughs> that's what Tangela is. Huh. So fucking weird. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um. Hayden, aside from the Oscars watch, which I already said I, I very much enjoyed, do you know do you know what else I had a tremendous amount of fun doing this year? Playing It Takes Two. He's right. You got it. Boom. That was an absolutely delightful game, and I I am I am so happy that we got to play it together. It was awesome. I. I thought I think we were both in the same boat of thinking like, oh, the hype's bullshit, and then we played it. We're like, no, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, we we had a great time, and we we were able to wrap it up for the most part during my vacation. So we had some good time to spend together, and uh, you know, aside from the fact that Psychonauts two got robbed at the Game Awards, I'm I'm okay with it. Takes two getting recognized. Yep. As long as it wasn't Death. I kind of surprised. I know we haven't played a lot of Death Loop. But of what I did play, I was a little surprised at how much love Deathloop was getting. And I feel like that's just because people haven't played Psychonauts 2. Yeah, that could be very well true. Because Psychonauts 2 had like a really long production cycle that I feel like even the people that would have been excited for it may have forgotten it was coming out. Um, And it's not like the most new player friendly. If only because it still feels like a game made in 2004. Which in this case is a good thing. Yeah. Because it's it's just a sequel to a really old game. Keeps the hype alive. Okay, <laughs> I wanna talk about I wanna talk about one one important thing outside of video games that happened this year. The death John of Jessica Dye. Walters. No, neither of those. Oh well, you're wrong. <laughs> um but there was there was a death <gasps> in oh. a sense that I that I this is the last thing I added to my list because I still fucking forgot that it happened this year. I know what this is, but I and that was when Daft him. Punk broke up. Oh, never mind. Oh, rip. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hayden Jackson, I don't know if you remember how I was the morning that Daft Punk broke up. Yeah, it was wild. Uh, I mean, but I was I had, not good. I had both my friends Nina and Chet, who both came over for the Super Bowl, texting me going. <laughs> Hey man, is your friend Chris okay? 
<laughs> after they heard that Daft Punk broke up. I was still working third shift at the time. I I got home at like 8.20, got in the shower, got in bed. And then it was like right around 10 a.m. when they dropped that video. And I happened to catch it almost as soon as it got uploaded. And uh, I was inconsolable for the next several hours. Try not to. We did I, a special. A lot. Yeah, we did do a special. Brought my old my old buddy Chris in for it. Um, I Chris. went out that morning and I bought a record player and I started collecting vinyl records. That's oh my god! That started this year. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> so that was that was pretty big for me. It shouldn't be. I. Yeah, it, it makes me feel like a fifteen year old, but uh it was uh it was just kinda new. I'd never had a band that was uh so much a part of my life just fucking end out of nowhere. It was Sad. rough. Um so you know, we, we are winding down the podcast now, we're getting to the end of it. So I kinda I wanna just see like I wanna get your takes. What was what was some of your favorites for this year? Jackson, uh, game, show, movie? What you got? What, what, what was what was big for you? Uh-huh. That doesn't even have to be this year. Just like, what would you do this year that was pretty cool? Um, I'll be beat senselessly if I don't say getting engaged and moving in with my fiance and raising <laughs> our puppy together. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I played a lot of Stardew with her this year, and that's been pretty chill. Oh, that's nice. And I actually told her we'd play tonight. And I'm gonna get beat senselessly for that. I'm not gonna get <laughs> <Hell> beat. <yeah. laughs> hey, Stardew is a good game. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it together. Are you playing like co-op? You doing the co-op stuff? Oh yeah, we're romancing different people. Uh, you know, trying to play the field. <laughs> <laughs> Look, four people work far better than two. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Leo, water your crops on occasion. Hey, how about you? Well, you know, Bo Burnham's special for me was huge. Uh, it consumed a great deal of the middle part of my year. Um, and then, like I said, I Pokemon cards was helped get me through some weird times of just being like, hey, maybe I'll get something cool. And then we'll be like, oh, I just wasted like $5. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> um, I'm glad I caught up on Succession because it's it, – this is mostly going to be stuff I've already said. Uh, it just makes me, like I said, wish we had more shows that were in the zeitgeist that were weekly shows. And I don't feel like enough people... It's it's, it's impossible. It's never going to happen again. But I miss it. Uh, and then anime. Because how can I go through a podcast without mentioning anime? Well, JoJo's. Um, anime was pretty good this year, I thought. Uh, it started out fucking strong. The first two seasons... So the winter and spring season were loaded. Summer season sucked ass. And then this fall season was okay. But overall, way better than 2020 was. So that was awesome. Um, the little tease where I at some point probably, and we might just release it next week, I will have both. I'm going to probably put it together, combine my um, my seasonal overview, and then I don't think because no one else in our friend group watches nearly enough anime to actually have discussion <laughs> and worthwhile talk about anime, uh, I will probably this year instead of doing like an anime awards like we did last year, um, just kind of doing a best ofs and on and just notable stuff that I want to bring forward 
for people to think about watching. Um, and so look forward to that here soon. But yeah, anime was great. Uh, I keep watching it because I'm a degenerate and I have a problem, but love it. <laughs> um, so those are probably the big things. I guess you could say Halo Infinite because I did kind of put you know, like 60 hours within the, or 80 hours into it in the first like two weeks. So I I liked it at first and now I can't stand it, but you know, what you going to do? Swings and roundabouts. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My absolute favorite thing that happened this year, I think, I know it's a strong statement and I might not stand by it, but my my favorite thing was the Outer Wilds DLC Echoes of the Eye. Ooh, yes. I I cannot possibly overstate how fucking phenomenal Outer Wilds is as a game. And Echoes of the Eye knocked it out of the goddamn park with how good that DLC is. It was like as long as the base game and was a tremendously inventful extra location that had so much depth to it that is deceptive upon first entry and it like ping pongs back and forth between two different sci-fi genres and you can't really tell what it's going for but it works and it was i i cannot be more thankful that i was given such a proper re-entry to be able to experience that game again on the same level that i enjoyed it in the first place Yeah, one day we will play it. One day. <laughs> one day. I'm not gonna stop talking about it. I got put, I got hills to die on. I keep every time you say it though, it lets me say put that ish on PC Game Pass, and I'll play it. <laughs> yeah, but they won't true. do it. Cowards. Cowards is what it is. <laughs> Cowardice. Nothing more. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for the episode this week. This two weeks. This half a month. That's the episode. 2021 in the bag. 2022 getting worse. We did it. Jax, you got you got final thoughts, buddy. I have no thoughts whatsoever. This has been a great uh listen party for the uh first episode of your podcast. I can't wait for you guys to make a second episode. <laughs> yeah, Fuck is you. That, is that what this is? Uh oh, I guess. Uh, hey, do I do? Do I do the in memoriam? No, I mean, you know who died. It was a lot of people. It was sad. <laughs> a lot of them died here real recently, which is like extra sad. But you know, shout outs to Betty White and John Madden, probably two of the more notable people that died this year. Um, Christopher Plummer died. Yeah, but see, like, there's so like a shit ton of people died this year. Like, I don't actually <laughs> remember all of them. It felt like 2016 all over again, or. Yeah, it was 2016. Uh, I think. I don't know. It was one of those mid-2010, 2010s. Uh, hopefully, we get the queen next year. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, you can't say that. Do you want to call a month? No. No. <laughs> I'm not putting that juju on it. But You don't want to. Yo, I'll you say heard it here first. I'll say the queen's going to die in I, May. I, it, she's not a hundred yet, right? I, I think Queen, May is her birthday. She's gonna her, die in yeah. April. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna Betty, Betty can't w- make it near the condition. yeah. I was gonna say she's gonna Betty White it and die right before her hundredth. Oh, I lied. Uh, 
June 11th. But well, May works then. But the public holiday dates are June second through the fifth. Interesting. I got nothing against the Queen, but um, I I she I mean, you could argue she's the reason why global warming's happening. She's been alive too long. <laughs> she has Holier. been in charge the entire time the planet's been heating up. Hey guys, coincidence? No, I think there's What's a up? conspiracy happening here. The Queen celebrates two birthdays each year. She has her actual birthday on the 21st of April and her official birthday on the second Saturday in June. Okay, we we we're done here. I I don't need to know more about the Queen. She's gonna be dead soon. Jesus Christ. I I hope she lives as long as she can, honestly, though, because it is pretty badass. But also, like, you could step aside as the monarch. Like, come on. (laughs) Okay, well, that's going to do it this week for us here at Healthy Obsession. Thank you for listening this year. Hayden, thank you for doing this podcast with me for, you know, we passed the year mark a while ago, but we we did it the whole year of 2021. It's pretty good. We did. Jackson, thank you for being here today and sharing in... uh, in our scattered reminiscence. Oh, and yeah. uh, if you like what you heard here, tell a friend, get us in more ears. Uh, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify now. So drop us that five stars. And uh, we'll see you next week, I guess, with uh, Hayden's anime retrospective. Spectacular. Hey, Hayden's anime retrospective spectacular. All right, goodbye. <laughs>